What's up, Raw Talk TV? What's up, y'all? It is your host, Lenore, and here is where the people connect to the story. You guys, it has been a while. Um, I'm literally on vacation right now, and I was like, let me talk to my people. I've been just kind of to myself, resetting, thinking, transitioning. And if you've ever been through a transitional period, you know that, you know, you really fight mentally, like, what are you supposed to be doing? You know, like, am I supposed to do this? Am I supposed to do that? And you're constantly weighing your options and your pros and cons. So, you know, sometimes, you know, when I'm going through transition, I isolate myself so that I can truly hear from God and what I'm supposed to be doing and not having outside influences um, as much as I would if I wasn't really trying to hear from God um, in, a, in a sensitive time like this. So I have been away and I haven't been on social media I've been on a social media hiatus, and if you don't know, I really love not being on social media so much. Like, I'm only on social media to, like, engage, you know, because I have brands and things like that, but I will get off social media in a minute. Like, it's nothing for me to be like, ah, yep, not going to be on it. But this one, I felt led to, you know, by God to get off social. And sometimes it's just a cleansing, you know? You need to reset, not be so involved and invested in what other people have going on because sometimes you find that level of comparison right that that space where you're just like looking at everybody else scrolling through people highlight reels and desiring things that people have um and that could be you know emotionally damaging if you don't filter it uh properly and I'm not saying that everybody does that, but it's a natural response to, especially when there's things in your life that, you know, you don't see, you know, and I'm just talking in general because I know that's probably on the hearts and minds of a lot of people, especially going through a time of like a pandemic. Legit, we're still in a pandemic. Even though some states have opened up, there are still parts of the world and different states and countries that are still shut down and suffering in the midst of the pandemic and are dying, you know, and I just, you know, just pray for comfort for those families that are still going through and have been affected and still, you know, going through the traumatizing emotions of what we've been experiencing in the world. So that's something else that, you know, has been on my mind as I've been off social media, just really praying into like, you know, things that people are going through, y'all. Like, I don't just pray for myself. I pray for everybody. And anytime I'm praying, I'm like, God, we thank you. We like somebody in a room with me. But hey, that's just what I do because I, I intercede for the nations. Um, so I just want to give you guys a little bit of insight on that. Now, I'm gonna give y'all some Tito because y'all know me. It's story time. Okay, if you don't follow me on any social media, you need to stop right now and follow me on Raw Talks TV on IG as well as Raw Talks TV on YouTube because um, you don't want to miss out on those contents and it's content out there for you to watch so you can see my personality. Um, if you guys haven't um, purchased my books, Blind Faith um, and the thrilling sequel, The Deeper Things, those are available on Amazon.com, um, on ebook and paperback. Y'all be praying for me for these finances and these resources to be able to record my Audible. Recording an Audible is expensive, okay? Especially if you don't have what you need, but sometimes it ain't even about the money. It's about the resources, it's about the connection. So, you know, y'all be in prayer for me. If y'all know anything, just reach out to me at rawtalkstv at gmail.com and just put in the, in the uh, subject you know, audible 
uh, connect or something, you know, because um, I'm always looking for help. Um, if you guys know people with amazing stories, um, send me an email, rawtalkstv at gmail.com as well um, with the subject title, interview, e inquiry, um, um, inquiry, sorry, so that, you know, I know like, oh, this is a potential uh, guest on the show. So I'm excited about that um, and building in the background. But the T is, y'all. Okay, so um, those of y'all don't know, um, I'm celibate, okay? So celibate, get that out the way. Woo, yeah. Woo, yay. Uh-huh, celibacy. Um, and I've been celibate for a while, and I haven't dated. So I dated a few years back, probably like four or five years, and I haven't dated uh, since then. When I say dated, I mean like, you know, casually date people, but I haven't been in a relationship in years. Like boyfriend, girlfriend man woman nah I ain't, I ain't that ain't happened for me yet y'all but so i have been you know approached with dating and you know people inquiring like oh so you date you know how you gonna meet somebody and i talk to any and everybody so it's not hard for me to meet anybody you know but i'm kind of picky because i got kind of a high standard a little bit just off the timing that I've been waiting, right? And, and developing and growing and maturing and, you know, figuring out what I like, what I don't like, you know, um, characteristics chase of myself that I, that I need to start loving more, you know, and ideas about myself. I need to kind of throw away cause it, it don't add value to who I am as a person, you know? So going through all of that, um, just really preserving myself and, you know, not really with the, shits y'all if I could be honest like I I don't like games I've never been a games person and I'm a lover um I love all people like and not you know when people say that weird stuff like I love all people and they don't have no specific preference of what gender they date and all that no when I say I love people I'm I'm meaning like I love the the makeup of a person you know the creativeness whatever like I love engaging people talking to people loving on people supporting people that type of stuff um but I, you know, I, um, people's approaching me like, oh, Britt, you should start dating. You should get on a dating app, Bumble, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I hear a lot about this Bumble app, but I was one of the people that joined Tinder when they first had Tinder. Excuse me, y'all. I was not about that life. Okay. I went on like three dates, three or four dates. One of the dudes ended up being my frat brother. And I'm like, bro, no, absolutely not. Um, and then the other two was like, one of them was like a trap boy. He had like two phones. I'm like, oh my God, I'm too old for this. Next. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with the trappers. But I'm like, mm, no, not my style. And um, I, I vaguely remember the other one, but I just know I didn't go on a date with nobody again when I did that. And I was just, you know, hesitant about Bumble or whatever. Like, whatever floats your boat, floats your boat. But I'm not an online dater. So, um... Yeah, I'm real old school, and I get it from my daddy, so shout out to my daddy, because um, I just, I'm believing organic conversation, and I believe that that thing can still work in a t- in 2021, you know? Um, you just got to be willing to, 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 you know, stick to what, what works for you, you know? What works for me may not work for you, you know? And plus, I got friends who, you know, go on a dating app, and I be supporting them. Like, girl, swipe right. Look what he look like. What city you in? Girl, take a flight, you know? But because everybody, I don't expect everybody to live their life like me and I don't be judging them not to, you know what I mean? Uh, so I just be supporting them. But I always want people to be smart, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so anyway, I went on a date. 
The day was really cool. It was nice. Like, we actually kind of spent, like, an entire day together. And just, like, the feedback from him was like, man, I feel like I've been knowing you for a long time. Like, you're vibrant, you're hardworking, beautiful, blah, 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 blah. All this great stuff, right? Pursuing me, sending me a calendar. Like, oh, let's go on a date this day. I'm like, okay. I'll see you with the little calendar. It's the planning for me. Don't just be last minute to me. I'm spontaneous, but... When you're trying to make an impression on somebody and you're trying to pursue somebody, you want to pull your best guns out, okay, fellas? You don't want to just be doing no lackadaisy. But I do understand that things can be prompt, too, and you just feel led to do it, you know? Um, so we hung out or whatever for the whole day. We did a few different activities. Um, and then the next day I saw him again. And for me, sometimes, like, I try to, you know, uh, telling somebody you celibate, you know, up front is like, uh, I don't want to tell this nigga that, you know, because one, safety reasons, right? Um, and then two, it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll just be wanting to say that. I just be trying to feel a person out. Because like my best friend say, he like, you're a networker. It's a networking opportunity for you. <laughs> like, seriously, because if I'm picky and I'm looking at you and I'm like, ah, this ain't going to work. But you, this is a good networking opportunity. Let me find out what you like. Let me see if there's any resources here. You know, let me see if I can help you. You help me. I scratch your back, you scratch my back, you know? So that's kind of what I, you know, what I result to when, when you know, in, in engaging somebody, you know? Um, so, but unfortunately, you know, this, you know, this guy's saying all this stuff and, and with his actions initially showing that I'm somebody he's very interested in. He expressed some vulnerable things to me. Um, that I feel like, dang, you really probably wouldn't tell nobody on the first date that you're talking to them, you know? Um, but hey, knock it out the park. Get it out. We need to know everything, right? Um, but then I was like, you know, like the second day of us talking or whatever, like towards the end of the night, I just, you know, told him like, I'm. well, he asked me because I kept saying, you know, there are certain things that I don't do. That's not my lifestyle. That's my word. Like, oh, that's not my lifestyle. And he like, well, you keep saying it's not your lifestyle, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you celibate or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. He like, to like, how long though? And I'm like, to marriage, bro. He like, oh, wow, that's commendable. And, you know, people hit me with that all the time. Like, or they hit me with something ignorant. Like I've said in um, previous, I think, broadcast or something. Like, dudes be thinking like I had some whack penis or something. That's why I, you know, went celibate. No, I had some pretty fat penis in my, in, my, in my days. Excuse me, y'all. Y'all probably used to be talking like this. But this is raw, unapologetic, unfiltered, honest conversation. Um, but, yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? That wasn't the reason. But um, he was just like, you know, he cool with it or whatever. But I felt some hesitation. I'm like, ah, here we go. All right, whatever happened, happened, you know? So um, I talked to him. Like the following day, and then I talked to him again, but I didn't see him none of days no more. For somebody like, ooh, I feel like I've known you for my my whole life. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I have a very familiar spirit, and I have a very opening and welcoming spirit. Like people feel like they could tell me anything because that's just that's just the the aura that I uh, exude. So yeah, I didn't hear from him. We supposed to go out um, on on a Thursday, and. He set it up and everything. Thursday come, don't hear from this ninja. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh, okay. He ain't called me up. You know, he don't want to set this up. You ain't tell me what time I need to be ready. But this is what he was doing on Sunday, Monday, 
oh, I'm going to come pick you up at this time. Will this time work for you? You went from all of that to not saying a word. Like, dang, at least communicate how you feel. Like, you know, and basically he ghosted me. And I ain't going to lie, my feelings was hurt because I'm like, I hate when dudes mishandle somebody or females, male or female, but from a woman perspective, talking about my experience with a male counterpart, that's one of the things that make like me leery about like dating. Dating is intimate to me because you do intimate things, you have intimate conversations, you know, you may hug, you may kiss, you may whatever, but intimacy and vulnerability and all those different things. And I think that, you know, people don't really think about that depending on like how they approach dating. And, I, and it goes to show like the importance of dating expectations. You know what I mean? Talk about what you expect, you know? And for him, he told me like, you know, I do a little dating here and there. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's good. Like, you know, you open. I just told him like, you know, don't blindside me type thing. So I, I dated my, I stated my expectation there too. I'm one of the people, I have one of the, some of the realest family members. And my brother is one of the realest people I ever met in my life when it comes to like stating what it is, what it ain't. And some of my best friends, you know, I come from Chicago, so it's real cutthroat. Like, it is or it ain't. And I got some people from New York. It is or it ain't, you know. But I realized that everybody is not like that, you know. My thing is he could have just called and said, hey, you know, I, I, even if he double booked on a date, right. Let's use that for example. Hey, you know, Brick, I double booked on a date. Um, Sorry, can we like reschedule something? At least that would have gave me an option to respond and say something. Or, man, you know, I'm not feeling it, you know, today. I just kind of want to chill to myself. I'm like, you know, whatever. Say something. Don't not say nothing. And then press and ignore. Like, I'm really, I hate that. Like, ignore, blocking, all that. I mean, when necessary, but for to result to that, rather than not communicating, that's a coward move to me. You know what I mean? And I'm like I said, I'm old school. I have a different perspective on how people handle me and I have this different expectation. And I don't have to. I was telling one of my other homeboys, I don't have to accept the way somebody treat me. You, and, and that goes for y'all. Y'all don't have to accept the way somebody um, treat y'all. You don't. You don't have to. You know what I mean? So um, I, I want y'all to know that be comfortable in setting boundaries and expectations, dating or not, in a relationship or not. Even if you are dating for a long time or in a relationship or not, you always need to revisit those things because you are forever changing, right? Um, so so yeah. So my feelings was a little bit hurt um, and. I was really, you know, how women, you know, how we be like, dang, what I do, what I say, da, da, da. So I'm a thinker. So I replay conversations all the time in my head and situations. And I can see it very clearly because I always want to know, correct myself, you know, but him goes to me, had really nothing to do with me. It had all up to do with him. You know what I'm saying? And I had to come to the realization of that as well. Just having conversations with my male friends and some of my male friends like, F him, F him, Brett, like. If a nigga can't, they like, you know, you're a dope person, you know, and I know I'm a dope person, but I have good male friends. Y'all just don't understand. Like, I really have some good, genuine, caring male friends that really care about me and honor my walk and honor, you know, what I'm doing, even though it's rare. Like, I'm a gym. And I was telling myself I was a gym and literally like, like maybe an hour later, one of my homeboys texted me like, hey, Britt, you a gym, man. Like, you always looking out. I just want you to know that, you know? So God comes and he affirms me even when, you know, situations happen. So you always got to look for God. He always going to come and, you know, fill your cup when you feel empty, you know? And it's just the fact that, you know, like I said, I I, I did date. I gave him an opportunity and he didn't um, deliver 
right? Um, he wasn't really a man of his word for whatever reason, but I, I extend grace to people. It is what it is. He could have been going through his own thing, whatever the case may be. It is what it is. Ain't no hard feelings. But I just wanted to let y'all know, like, that aspect of, like, me trying to date is very cringy for me. Like, it's very, like, ugh, ah, you know. But um, I don't know if it's going to be my last time going on a date. But I don't know, y'all. I was like, damn, maybe I should have had about one or two, three lined up, something. that You know, but it is what it is. Uh uh-uh. I'm very, like, you know, optimistic and forgiving and move forward. But I ain't going to lie about my feelings, you know. Um, and I don't think you should either. Um, but women, you know, at, at all costs, gentlemen, at all costs, just, you know, extend grace. Keep it moving. But, you know, being ghosted in a time like this or him not really knowing me, I could have been crazy, y'all. I could have been like one of those, I can't believe this nigga. And been on some, I bust the windows at your car. Right? But I didn't. I didn't. That, that, that was never me. I never, never been that type of person. I've had the desires, probably like any other woman, but nah, nah, it ain't worth it, you know? Because at the end of the day, I've just realized, like, the Bible say, I will seek revenge upon the wicked. So, like, when somebody do you dirty, you should trust the God is going to get them where it hurt. You busting somebody's tires or throwing an egg on their car or you know what I'm saying? Acting crazy, banging on the door, all that type of stuff. That ain't, that's temporary. That They gonna get over that. It's gonna be like, dang, that was a crazy situation. But when God deals with a person, he deals with them at their core. And whatever, you know, he know they battling no issue or concern is or whatever. And I wholeheartedly believe I'm a great person. And God said, I never seen a righteous forsaken. I'm a righteous person. And, you know, there will be conviction. You can't just do me no type of way. In a friendship, even outside this dating situation, like as a person, you can't physically do me a certain way and God don't deal with you. I'm a friend to him, you know? So, and that's another level of authority and confidence that I have. Um, just in, even situations like this to be able to view it a little differently. But it does pay to have good male friends, y'all, especially women. When you're going through a dating situation, they genuinely have your best interest to be able to like, man, you know, um, yeah, but who's to say if he reach out and oh, apologize or whatever, I'm gonna forgive him. But now, if you want to date me again, I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I don't know. You ghosted me, fam. You ghosted me. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to tell y'all that and uh, just it, let y'all in on my world since I like been on a hiatus or whatever. Um, but like I said, like if y'all want to date, go out and date, have fun, be smart, you know. Um, but for me, like I said, it's a little different because I don't, I haven't dated in years and I'm celibate. And a lot of times when you tell a person you celibate for me, it's like either you going to date me or you not. And nine times out of 10, they don't, or they try to, and then be like, ah, this ain't working. I really want to smack them cheeks. You know, <laughs> like, they'd be like, yeah, nah, can't happen. You know, I know that I'm very attractive and sexy and fun and you know um just a good person and I I if you ain't want to freak on me I would think something was wrong with you you know because I know I'm cold you feel me and you guys what's so crazy is like even outside of this date or whatever um I think it was just a trigger for like just something I was already battling emotionally like yeah he ghosted me but me not knowing the reason why he ghosted me and then me 
you know, it changed around after I told him I was celibate, celibate or whatever. Um, just had me thinking because I'm gonna be honest, I've been celibate for finna be eight years, um, in a couple months, which is not what I expected. And personally, you know, I would say since like January, February of 2021, I've desired companionship, I've desired marriage, I've desired, you know, like I want to have sex, you know, um, like and just the battles and challenges of facing being celibate or whatever. And just the feeling of maybe being rejected because of my my walk or my commitment and things like that. So just going through those emotions. And it was funny because I used to uh, just talk about being celibate with some other ladies who had been celibate before. And, you know, they expressed like, oh, I was eight years in. No, like nine or ten years in. Then I just gave in. And And when I was in my earlier years of celibacy, I was just like, dang, like you went all that time then said, F it. Like what would make you do that, you know? And at the at the at the moment, because I hadn't been to that place and I hadn't reached that level um, or years of such celibacy, it just seemed so odd to me. Like you and all that time, you might as well have kept going, you know. But I understand now, baby. It's like the wait, waiting is like so man, it's so crazy. And like I said, like when I chose to be celibate, I'm like, yeah, you know, God, wait to marriage, blah, blah, not knowing that it's going to take this long. You know what I'm saying? Or it's taking this long. So that was another thing that I was battling. And it's crazy because the day that he ghosted me um, was a was a day that somebody that I really love and care about, like reached out to me like, you know, now this might be kind of private, but I know you was talking about, you know, once before I had you a celibate. I just want to know, like, are you still practicing celibacy? Like, and how do you stay strong in it? You know, and I just feel like that was nothing but the Lord affirming my decision to remain pure. You know what I mean? And to still cultivate this walk. You know what I mean? Because it's the road less travel for real. Like home, homeboy said, like 2021, you don't hear nobody doing that. True. True, you don't. But I was like, dang, this challenging me to speak up more about, you know, being celibate. And um, that was like, you know a thing for me and the challenge for me to even speak life to her when I was feeling like, uh, see, this is the reason why, you know? And then just talk to my, my, my other really close, close friends. I love my, my, my ships. I love them. And they was just encouraging me through, through my process and, you know, and speaking life to me. And one of my ships was like, girl, you better get up, get dressed. Like, you know what I'm going to do? Take yourself out. Cause I'm always telling them, take yourself out, take yourself out. And it was just like, just because he tried to rob my Thursday because I planned on going out. Just because I ain't going out with him don't mean don't go out. So I got cute. Shout out to my nabby. I got cute. And um, man, I went out to eat. Had a glass of wine. Y'all, I had me some tacos. Had some little fries. I love fries. Like, who else eat they fries before they eat, like, they burger or whatever they got. Steak or chicken or whatever. I was banging them fries. And I just looked so pretty, like, when I was walking and stuff, they're like, oh, my God, you look so cute. Like, I like that. I'm like, thank you, you know. Um, and it, ironically enough, you know, me, I, I be cracking jokes. So I was, like, at my table by myself. The ambiance was so nice. Um, it was just so, I was on an outdoor patio. It was so cute because um, I always do dainty, cute stuff when I do stuff for me anyway. So... Um, I was talking to one of the waiters. A lot of people came back and asked me was I okay and things like that. Because I was literally the only person sitting by myself. Everybody had somebody to sit with. But I didn't care. I was enjoying myself. And 
she was like, yeah, ask me, do I need anything? And then I was like, yeah. I'm just talking to her. I was like, girl. I'm like, these niggas something, ain't they? She started laughing. I'm like, girl, I, I got ghosted today. First time ever getting ghosted. She's like, oh, my God. I was like, yeah, it's probably because I told that dude I was celibate. I really don't know the reason why, but he ghosted after I told him that, so maybe that's why. So then she's like, oh, my God, you know, I'm waiting myself, and I've been battling this with my boyfriend, and da-da-da-da. And she was just asking me, like, how I wait, like, how I'm enduring and stuff like that. And, you know, I talked to her about my books, y'all know. And she was just so excited to have talked to me. We talked for probably, like, 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes. Ain't nobody come tell her, like, oh, get back to work or nothing, I guess, because they was about to close anyway. And it was just, like, refreshing just to have those moments on a day like that. So, yeah, y'all. But, um... Yeah, I just wanted to share this experience with y'all. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening and joining me um, on this episode. Make sure y'all share with y'all friends. If y'all was like, dang, I really enjoyed this. And I would love to hear y'all feedback. I, like I said, y'all can always DM me on IG at Raw Talks TV. Uh, y'all can always email me um, at rawtalkstv at gmail.com. Like, I would love to hear y'all feedback. Um about any podcast that I share. Make sure y'all share with y'all friends. It's streaming live everywhere. Um, And yeah, I love y'all. Peace out. See y'all in the next episode.